However, when I was 16 years old, I found out she was not a lesbian. She was actually married to a man and they had a daughter and what I thought was real was actually not. I grabbed my drink, I gathered my cats, now let's talk about your favorite milk. Listen, I like to plan my episodes one week in advance to know who I'm going to talk about and maybe do a little research, find some movies, shows, facts, anything to talk about the MILF that we're going to talk about. So for this week, I had planned something completely different. I was going to record with one of my friends and talk about a very controversial MILF, but... That was not possible. We are going to do that next weekend, so do not worry. You will find out who this MILF is, and you will hear everything about it, but you're going to have to wait one more week. So, in just a few hours, I had to scramble ideas, and I went to my one source who I know will always come through with me with ideas or inspiration or just advice, which is my brother's. So I texted them in the group chat that we have and I was like, yo, I need a meal for this week because my plans changed and I'm scrambling to get ideas. I have a long list of MILFs, but I need you to pull one out there and just tell me who I should talk about. And they came to my rescue and we have a MILF for this week. I usually start talking about something that happened to me or something that I can connect to that MILF and, you know, we go on from there. But for this week, I wanted to try a little different. And to begin, I'm going to give you a few facts from this MILF and a few titles that you can find in her filmography. And maybe it will guide you through and you will get to know this MILF a little bit better. Trust me, I know that no matter who you are, you know this MILF. Maybe you don't know her name, but you've seen her. And you've watched more than one of her films. Trust me, I know it. So, first of all, this MILF is an actual MILF, not just in Vibe, because she has one daughter with her husband, who she's been married for many, many years, and he's a stage director. She is 71 years old, which brings her into the whole debate of MILF or GILF. But as I have established before, we're going to stay with only the term MILF because it makes our lives easier and because I don't really believe in the GILF term. As stated in the Meryl Streep episode that I did with my friend Talia, we do believe that Meryl Streep would be more of a GILF. However, I am still calling her a MILF and I am calling this week's woman a MILF as well. One of her closest friends is Jamie Lee Curtis, who you have seen on screen with her in a very funny and emotional movie called You Again. This MILF adopted at the age of 14 a completely different name, which is the name that you all know her by. It is from a minor character in the Great Gatsby book, which I didn't know until I started doing my research for today's episode. I honestly thought that her stage name was her real name, which was 
crazy because I had never heard that name before. And I honestly don't know anyone besides her with that name. So, and I read Great Gatsby. So it, it has to be a really minor character or I need to reread that book because I had no idea that the name was from that book. Her actual real name is Susan Alexander. And her last name, I'm not going to tell you because it will give her away. But I didn't know this. And it kind of sounds similar to her stage name. But I don't think people really know this unless you Google her. So like her stands probably do know this. But most people, I assure you, don't. And she is well known for either fighting or studying, that's the key word, aliens. Have you pictured this MILF already? Do you have her in mind? Because I think that this last clue is key to her entire career, probably, to her entire persona, because most people probably know her for these movies. Because that's how I um, found out on Twitter that most people know her. I did a little research on her name on Twitter just to, you know, get an idea of how her stands take her, what they talk about, how she's represented. And this last clue is the one that people mostly talk about, which makes total sense. Because those movies, I believe, are like the ones that jump-started her career and made her well-known, even though she has other great titles and she's really fucking talented. Aliens and fighting them and studying them and everything is what makes her career what it is. So a few titles that you may know her by are, and this is going to give her away completely, Ghostbusters, Gorillas in the Mist, as I mentioned before, you again co-starring with Jamie Lee Curtis. Political Animals. The Boys in the Aquarium at Finding Dory. Avatar. And no other than Alien. So if you didn't know before now, this week we're going to be talking about Sigourney Weaver. As I mentioned, my brothers, particularly my brother Tommy, he's the one who gave me this MILF and I think it's a good one to talk about this week and let me tell you when I tell you my backstory with this MILF you are going to die but yeah Sigourney Weaver what's the first thing you saw her in what's the first thing that anybody mentioned her name in and I can guarantee you it's probably alien I do not remember from my personal experience, which is the first movie or show that I ever saw her on. But I do remember seeing pictures of her, seeing her on award shows, talk shows, her being mentioned all the time. I didn't actually watch the Alien movies until, I believe, 2018, in which my brother and I did a whole marathon of all the movies and completely fell in love with Ripley. She's a great character and Sigourney's talent can be seen in that movie she was so young and so talented and so great I don't think anybody else could have played that role it was great and 
that was the first time I watched those movies. But I do know that people have been watching those movies consistently all the time. They're movies that are always playing and people are always talking about. They're probably like cinematic legend and fan fact. I know that my tattoo artist, she did an alien tattoo and she has the design for it um, stuck in her office. So I know people get tattoos about this movie. You know, it's that important. But thinking back on it, I don't know exactly which one was the first movie that I watched of Sigourney Weaver. However, I do know that I completely fell in love with her when I watched Political Animals. Here was this tall, beautiful, redhead woman. Because mm, redheads are it. So here she was wearing jumpsuits, being in charge, and being a fucking badass in politics. When do we get to see that? Never. The other woman who's tall, beautiful, and a redhead who got to do the same thing was Gina Davis in Commander-in-Chief. We will talk about that when Gina Davis's episode comes. But yeah, Political Animals. I completely fell in love with her. The show was canceled abruptly we needed more of that show honestly it had such great talent the storyline was so good i don't know why people didn't get into it i've watched that show like four times already and every time i just keep falling in love with her she's so good in that role i believe that she was always destined to play strong independent kick-ass women because Her character in Political Animals is just as strong as Ripley was fighting aliens, you know? It's something about Sigourney Weaver. Something about her gives that badass energy. And I feel like that's why she's been a big name in the industry for so long. And like I said, most people know her for her role in Alien and especially on Twitter. That's what I've seen her most mentioned for. But there are so many other titles that are so good. When I saw her in Avatar, I was completely in love with her as well. I was devastated when she, spoiler alert, died. But apparently there's many more Avatar movies coming out and she's going to be in all of them because if you check her IMDb uh, page, all of those Avatar movies are listed and she shows up in them so i don't know what's gonna happen there because you know when they when the movie ended they put her in the tree they gave her to the tree i don't know what that was and i haven't watched avatar in a long time again so i don't know what that was but whatever happened with that tree it's bringing her back to life so i don't know if she's gonna be an avatar if she's gonna be herself what is gonna happen but apparently The first uh, sequel to that movie is coming out next year. And then there's one for 2023 and then another one for 2024. So we're going to have a lot of Avatar and a lot of Sigourney Weaver in the next few years. And speaking of the Avatar movies, they were such a weird controversial movie because you had people who loved it and were so happy for it and wanted more. And so many people who hated it. And I feel like that happens a lot with movies who break records on cinema and get hundreds and thousands of millions of people watching them. 
they can be a hit or a miss. You either walk out of the movie loving it or you walk out of there hating it. And I don't remember what I felt when I watched Avatar. Honestly, I do remember that I walked out of there in love with Sigourney Weaver once more and that I was so sad that her character died. But I don't remember how I felt about the movie. I don't know if I loved it, if I hated it. And like I said, I haven't watched it again since it came out. So I honestly have no feelings for the movie. I am excited for more movies to come out with her in them. But I don't know how I'm going to feel about the storyline. We'll see, I guess. But let me tell you a little bit about how Sigourney Weaver has been a part of my life one way or another. Growing up, for most of my life, I knew who Sigourney Weaver was. I had an idea of who she was. Like I said, I had seen her on award shows, you know, red carpets, pictures the day after, all of that stuff. And for some reason, my mom always thought Sigourney Weaver was a lesbian. So for the majority of my life, I thought Sigourney Weaver was a lesbian. I grew up thinking she was a lesbian, which was insane. Because like when I started questioning my sexuality, you know, wondering if I was a lesbian, I had this idea in my mind that Sigourney Weaver was a lesbian. So I was like, ooh, I am kind of like her, you know, it, it gave me that sort of like safe haven. Like, oh, you know, if Sigourney Weaver is so talented and she's so beautiful and people love her and she's a lesbian, everything's going to be fine. However, when I was 16 years old, I found out she was not a lesbian. She was actually married to a man and they had a daughter. And what I thought was real was actually not. And I remember I told my mom and she was like, oh, I thought she was a lesbian. I, I, I mean, I didn't Google it or anything, but I, I heard somewhere that she was a lesbian. So I thought she was a lesbian. And that's how I grew up. I grew up thinking Sigourney Weaver was a lesbian. And I think it was for the best. It was a great thing that I believed, you know. It kept me going and it kept me happy. And I didn't even do my own research. I just went along with it. Um, I never saw any tweets or any mentions on social media. Because usually when a celebrity is queer and they choose whatever label they want to choose, it's talked about a lot. You know, like, wow, this celebrity is gay, this celebrity is bisexual, lesbian, pansexual, whatever they are, you know, there's a bunch of fans who just find comfort in that and they talk about it and they feel seen when a celebrity comes out of the closet and speaks their truth because it's the truth that fans are not always safe enough to talk about they either can't come out at their homes because they would be in danger they wouldn't be accepted they are afraid to come out they haven't accepted the truth themselves it's always as i've spoken before a really hard process and it's easier when you see celebrities that you admire coming out and accepting their own truth and speaking out on it but i never actually saw tweets or comments about Sigourney Weaver, which is why finally at the age of 16, I decided to Google it. I was like, this can't be possible if 
she's such a well-known woman and she's a lesbian, everybody would be talking about it. But no, it was not right. She was straight. And in my family, we just thought she was gay. Which was a blessing in disguise, I guess. It gave me that sort of comfort of understanding my sexuality and coming to terms with it without really you know tweeting about it because I wasn't fully sure if it was true or not until I googled it thank god I didn't tweet about it before googling it because it would have been a mess and people would have come for my ass because that's what twitter does you tweet one wrong thing and everybody comes for you but yes it is important to have that representation for a really long time up until recent controversies came out ellen was a big name for lesbians and a lot of lesbians found comfort in seeing her being so successful sadly that changed last year when everything went to shit and a lot of comments were made about the way she treats her staff and how everything is in regarding to filming her show, which is valid, everybody should speak up on their own experiences. And if she mistreated anybody, they have the right to talk about it. And that took away that comfort that many younger lesbians found in seeing a successful lesbian shining and having a great life. And I believe that so many fans are still looking for, you know, that one person who represents them and who they feel comfortable looking up to luckily we have quite a few examples who can guide us through this and make us feel comfortable and seen you know we have sarah paulson holland taylor cynthia nixon jody foster women who not only are comfortable with their truth and speak up on who they are but they speak up on topics that need to be discussed and they stand up for minorities and they stand for females and fighting for our rights so they're good inspirations to have and it's good you know to have that representation in the media and although it turned out that Sigourney Weaver was not a lesbian I was very happy loving her and uh, still am to this day because she is a strong woman who has played really strong and independent characters who we need. To this day, we still need to see strong females on the lead. It's not just, you know, like, oh, we have one main character character that's a woman and that's fine no we need more we need to keep seeing that when the hunger games came out and it was all jennifer lawrence and she was kicking ass and she was a good role model for younger generations that was great and it was awesome and it had happened before you know when a league of their own came out when thelma lewis came out once in a while you see these women playing amazing characters and you think okay everything's gonna change now and we're gonna keep seeing great roles for women and not just women being sexualized being the sidekick being the wife being the lover like there are plenty of movies about that we want to see women in charge we want to see them kicking ass we want to see them portraying roles that matter why is it always men why do men get to 
have a great time playing characters that matter when women are half the population we have those stories as well we're not just princesses or queens or lovers or wives you know we can be in charge we can be James Bond as well and the great thing about Sigourney Weaver is that she has had everything in her list of films and TV shows She has been the lover, she has been the wife, but she has been the scientist, she has been the alien kicking ass woman, she has been a candidate for the president, she has been everything. So she is a good role model to have. If you want to raise your children watching movies in which women can do everything, Sit them in front of your TV and play every single one of Sigourney News Weaver's films and TV shows because they will get a variety of everything. That's how good she is. Sadly, no matter how good she has been, she has not been given the top award in Hollywood industry. And yes, we are talking about the Oscars, whether we like it or not the academy awards are still the top prize an actor director producer anyone in the industry can win and sigourney weaver has yet to win that award along with glenn close who also deserves it's just as bad but recently i found a spanish account who was asking about different actors who deserve to win the Oscar but haven't and two of them were Amy Adams and Sigourney Weaver and one of the people who was replying to the tweet said that if they could they would give the award to Sigourney Weaver because they know that Amy Adams still has time to win an award which is true and I hope that Amy Adams ends up winning an Academy Award at some point because her talent is out of this world But Sigourney Weaver is one of those women who has been nominated, has won other awards, but has not gone home with an Academy Award. And that just goes to make you wonder, like, why? You know, what's the tiny detail that keeps the Academy from giving her the Oscar? She has portrayed different kinds of characters. She's played different women who have different characteristics, different talents, have done different things. So why hasn't she been deserved full? Is that even a word? That's why I stopped myself. Deserved full? I don't think so. But, you know, let's go with it. Why hasn't she gotten one? What's stopping them from awarding her this top Hollywood recognition? I believe that she does deserve this award. She has played such amazing characters and she has given us performances that we're never going to forget, particularly Ripley. As I said before, it's a movie that everybody talks about. So why haven't we awarded the woman playing this well-known character? And another thing that came between all those tweets that I were looking at is the mention of a sci-fi horror genre. There's this debate, apparently. I didn't know because like I mentioned before, I was never really into the horror genre until my brother made me watch the Conjuring movies. So I never really knew what fans talked about in this 
genre. But I found tweets about this debate if sci-fi horror exists or if it's just horror or if it's just sci-fi. And a lot of people were saying that the alien movies are indeed sci-fi horror, which I would agree with. I feel like it has a little bit of sci-fi and a little bit of horror and it just keeps you captivated. Like you want to watch more. Is it a new genre? Is it a different kind of genre? Or is it a combination of both sci-fi and horror? I do not really have the answer to that because I am not an expert at all. I don't really watch sci-fi and I don't really watch horror except the few movies my brother has made me watch. So I don't know exactly what it would be mean to have a sci-fi horror movie if it's a combination if it's a little bit of both if it's something completely new but I do know that when I think about the alien movies I feel like it's a combination of both things and it made me think a little bit about the movie The Fly with Gina Davis because it's kind of similar it has like this horror feeling and you're always on the edge of your seat kind of scared not knowing what's going to happen and then it has this sci-fi component of a man mutating into a fly and here with the alien movies you're always on the edge of your seat you never know what's going to happen and you have the sci-fi side of it with the aliens and all the alien eggs and the fighting the aliens and the robots and everything so I don't know what the debate would end up, you know, agreeing on. But from my humble opinion, I do believe that Alien is a sci-fi horror film. Let me know what you think. Do you believe that sci-fi horror is its own genre? Is it just a combination of both genres? Does it not exist? Would Aliens just be a horror movie or a sci-fi movie? Let me know what you think. So... Sigourney Weaver has always been a name mentioned in my family. A lot of the MILFs that I talk about have been mentioned in my life a lot, whether because I like them first and I introduce them to my family or because my family introduced them to me. In this case, Sigourney Weaver was 100% introduced to me by my mom. <laughs> Obviously, under the concept that she was a lesbian which we found out she wasn't but it ended up introducing me to a really talented actress who has surprised me time and time again with her characters and whom I'm very happy to have followed her career throughout the years I wish we had gotten more of political animals I wish I could go back in time and watch the alien movies for the first time again and I am so excited to see what's going to happen in the next Avatar movies because I am so confused as to how her character is coming back. But it'll be fun to watch. As for next week, stay tuned because we're going to talk about a really controversial MILF. My friend's going to be on the MILF side. I'm going to be on the other side. So stay tuned for that because it never happens. I always talk about a MILF I like. This time around, we're going to talk about a MILF my friend likes, but I do not really agree with. I am hoping that my friend's going to give me her perspective and help me understand the hype around this woman. But we'll see. I do not think my opinion's going to change, but I'm open to listening and learning. I hope you are too. 
I hope that every week you learn more about a different MILF. Our drinks are empty, our cats are ready for a nap, so join me next week and let's talk about your favorite MILF. And if you like talking about your favorite MILF, please leave me some comments, review the podcast, let me know what you think of this, and let's help other lesbians find us, other cats join us, and let's keep talking about your favorite MILF.